Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hi, Coach Laura here, and I just wanted to give you some tips for training while balancing a busy life. I know I have a very busy life, and I'm sure you do as well. I know people listening in, often you have a full-time job. You're also um, juggling kids or a family, or maybe you're a a caregiver. And then you're trying to also train, train for a marathon. Maybe you're doing an Ironman or even your first 5K. There is a lot more added to your schedule, and it's really important to make sure you prioritize what's important and what's not. So my first tip for you is plan ahead. For me, I know I have really busy months of the year. I know for most people, different professions, there are certain busier times of year than other times. So definitely plan for that. Um, I know for me, this is a really busy time of year. All through the track season is a really busy time of year. Pretty much the first six months of the year are the busy, busy, busy months for me. And so I know to plan ahead so I have you know, things recorded or I have things that are on my, my planner for different things. I I keep myself pretty organized with a planner. Uh, so that really helps a lot. I use my phone a lot for, you know, setting reminders and things like that. And we'll go through those. Uh, I'll give you some more examples there, but definitely plan ahead, know what months are busy for you or what day of the week could be really busy for you. And so you can rearrange your schedule. So it, you have a long run on a day that you can have the time for a long run. Um, so one of the first things I think that you should do if you're really trying to balance your a busy life, and if you, you're a busy person, you're most likely pretty organized or need to be need to learn how to be organized, I would say, but is to follow some sort of training schedule. Now, that can be something you design for yourself. That can be something you find online and adapt. That can, and if you do adapt a training schedule, I did just record a podcast on how to adapt a training schedule, and I highly encourage you to listen to that. Um, but definitely have a structure or a schedule or something to go off of um, to start if you're really trying to train serious for something. Um, that, you know, being said, if you are not quite sure or maybe you found something and it doesn't quite work for you, you can always have a coach adapt it for you. I know I do consultation sessions where I adapt some the training for people. Um, a coach can also help you prioritize like which workouts you have to have and which maybe if you were too busy or something come, you know, is in the way, you know, which ones you can drop out. Um, uh, for some people that's not always as easy as it sounds. So definitely uh, look for resources there. So that will help balance that life. And you know, what, what are your most important workouts? Um, One of the things I do in my daily life, I'm really busy. I have a full schedule, but I always check the week. I usually you can get out to 10 days of pretty accurate with the weather. And so I rearrange my workouts uh, and of course I coach myself, so it's a little bit different, but I arrange my workouts based on the weather. Uh, Also what I've planned to do that week or when are the best days to do indoor or outdoor or a mix of them, uh, then I know. So I do, I check the weather every day. It's the first thing I, one of the first things I do in the morning is check the weather. So, um, and I do adapt things as I need to. And I think that's one thing I will say, if you're a busy person, not, you'll know this, not everything goes as planned. And especially if you're a mom and if you, if you were a working mom, I was a stay at home working mom. And so I always had to adapt and change my training based on my kids because sometimes they get sick 
So I think it's really good to have like a plan A. Here's the ideal. Here's what I would love to happen. Then the plan B and sometimes the plan C. And sometimes you just have to completely change your schedule like day to day. Depends on if they're sick or things like that. But you can still get the training in with that. You just have to know what is the most important and, and plan plan for it. Be flexible. Um, but I would say not so flexible that you're like, oh, it's cold. I don't want to go. And then you don't go. <laughs> so you definitely have to, I would say, discipline yourself. I think discipline is a really good quality to have, especially if you're trying to be serious about your training. Um, with that, since we're sort of on the mom track, I would say, or dad, if you're a stay-at-home dad or stay-at-home mom, or if you uh, have children and you're working around it and you're being, you know, working, I would say include your kids. If they're, even if they're young, when my kids were little tiny, they they, won't, they probably won't even remember this, but I had them get on my back and I would do push-ups with them and we would stretch together. And um, often I would turn on the music and we'd dance. So I, you can get a lot of fitness. Maybe it's a different way, but you, you know, movement's important. So I wouldn't say maybe you have a run on your schedule, but it's just not going to happen. But if you dance around with your kids for 30 minutes, that's better than nothing. And a lot of times if you do some jogging in place with high knees or you go up and down stairs or you make it really fun, you can get a pretty good workout. So um, that's a way you can kind of do two things at once. I think that's really important for me to stay super busy with my super busy schedule. I like to do, you know, kill two birds with one stone. We want to do a lot of different things at the same time if we can. And so I know the core strengthening routine that I've um, shared with you on Instagram or many people that listen to the podcast know about it. You can always go on the coach Laura Erickson and look at that. Um, I will adapt that training to get harder and harder, but it doesn't take any more time. And so I start combining activities like instead of doing uh, a push up, you know, and, and like squats or something like that, I'll do a burpees. Uh, so I combine the activity. Um, uh, other things that I like to do is, um, uh, let's see. Under if okay, so part of this, I really do want you guys listening to the how to adapt your workouts because part of what I think helps when you have a busy schedule is to know what can fall out and what can stay when when needs to be there. So if you understand the purpose of your workout, you'll know what you can drop out. So like if it's an easy run day or something like that, or I do I do a lot of cross training, I know that that's a day that I can do something different even if it's an easy run day I can probably do something cardio and I and it's going to be okay if it's my long run day that's one day I don't want to miss that's something you you shouldn't miss and if it's sort of an interval or a speed or a tempo something with pacing work those are your more important workouts that you you don't want to miss so it's more of the easy miles um that you could replace with something different if you can you know maybe you you can run at lunch or walk at lunch or some some places offer gyms at the facility that you work at or I would highly encourage you to go to the gym before or after work. Um, a lot of times when people get home, they don't often get it done because, you know, it's just too tempting to sit down and just not go back out to the gym. So I highly encourage you to do it before or after. Um, and I think that's re- with a busy schedule, it's really important to pre-prepare. For me... I always kind of 
see what my next day brings. And then I, I actually write it down, uh, in order and then I figure out what I need to pack. You know, I check the weather and then I know what I need to pack either in my gym bag, if I'm going swimming or whatever. Some, one of the things that I've done, I swim often. So I have a swim bag that's already ready and it's always ready. It has my goggles. It has my um, towel. It has spare goggles. It has a few suits. It has uh, different color caps. I have several things in the bag and it's um, and my flip-flops and it's all ready. So whenever I go to the gym, I just grab that back. I already know everything's in there that I need. And then I hang my suit, let it dry, put it back in, and it's always ready. So I do the same thing. I have a gym bag that I use when I take just classes that aren't necessarily running, but other kind types of classes. I have a different uh, pair of shoes that I use for that. And then I have a towel, a water bottle, a, uh, usually a protein snack of some sort. And then anything else that, you know, headbands that I use or a uh, change of clothes in there. And I have it ready to go. It's just always ready to go. Um, for me, I like to, if I'm going to do a morning run, I usually like to have my clothes set out ready to go. Or it could be a cycling in the summer. It's winter right now, so it's more winter stuff. But um, when I go trail running, I actually have a bag that I bring that's particular to trail running. And then I have different um, type shoe things that I need. You know, like if I need... Uh, I, the spikes, I can use those. If I need yak tracks, I have those. I have a light, um, you know, a headlamp as well as a chest light. I have a few extra beanies, some stretch gloves and some better gloves. I have some hand warmers, just things in that bag. So I know when I go trail running, I have that bag with me. And so anything I might need is already in there. It's packed. It's always ready to go. So yeah, I have several bags. I'm a bag lady, but um, I'm always prepared. It doesn't take me long to get ready for things. Same with mountain biking. I have a bike. For, I have a bag for my mountain biking stuff. And then I have a bag for my road biking stuff. So there's a difference there. You know, having some tools, having an extra, you know, tube and a pump and CO2 and all those things. You have them already ready. It just makes it that much faster to get out and do your thing. And if you do this enough, having that stuff is going to be good. I always put salt stick in my bags too. You know, I'm a huge advocate for the salt stick products. If you haven't heard me talk about them, then reach out. I'm happy to give you a sample, especially if you're in my area. So I have those in all of my bags too. So nutrition products I always carry with me. I love a lot of the Honey Singer stuff too. Waffles, those are awesome. So um, the Nut Bars, those are kind of things that I keep in the bags as well. So those are things, I do replenish the bags. I do check the bags, especially when I move into the new season. Like when I start road, ride, road riding outside, then I will check that bag, make sure I have everything. I usually have a jacket of some sort that's waterproof as well. And that's the same as my, um, when my uh, trail running bag right now has a lot of that kind of stuff too. So pack a bag, pre-pack a bag. Uh, for me, again, it's setting out my clothes for the morning run. Um, I have it ready and I do it the night before. So I don't have to wake anybody up if I'm going early and it's, it's all ready. It's like grab, grab it, go to the bathroom, change, and then go out on my run. So I have it all ready. Um, that goes for my nutrition. If I take anything, I actually have a lumen. So I check my, my, my what my metabolism is doing. If I'm burning, you know, fat or carbs or whatever. And then I can know if I need a banana or not, or applesauce or granola bar. I do have a link on my website that you can check out what to eat before morning runs. So if you're interested in that, check that out. Um, but definitely plan all the stuff, set your bags 
out or whatever you need the and the time and the night before and then another thing I like to do is I utilize my alarms so my schedule is really busy and sometimes I get working and I don't know if you do this but I focus on what I'm doing so much that even though I'm hungry and I can probably feel it I will often just go oh just a minute just a minute just a minute and pretty much you know two hours later I finally eat right um I actually keep some food in my office so I have some food on hand but I like to set alarms, especially when I'm busy. I'll set alarms to remind me to snack or remind me to eat or drink or remind me to get up and walk around. I don't, it's not a good idea. Even if you, if you work a busy office job, try to get up every hour and move around. Um, do some, you know, deep squats and like, you know, just move all your joints. It's just not good to sit all day. Another thing I suggest, I've used this too yeah, with my alarms is reminding myself it's like a posture check you know how how am I looking sometimes we we slouch a lot and maybe we're on the computer a lot and so it's it's important to make sure our posture is where it needs to be because I always like to tell people this you know I do running form feedback um a, a session for people and you you know it's just like when you run you can you can mentally try to fix your running form but all rocks roll downhill. You're going to roll to the point where you're weakest. So if you have all day long slouched, it's going to be hard to maintain a good run position, maybe for a little while, but eventually it's going to go to whatever muscular position you've stayed in most of the time. So good posture, you need to have good posture when you run. So if you can remind yourself to have good posture through the day, that helps too. So all these, th- these things, little things help, even with a busy schedule, reminding yourself of this posture because it prevents injury. Uh, if you really want to have make a already busy schedule more difficult for yourself, then get injured and then you don't have an outlet. A lot of people that are really busy or high-performing people usually have a lot of anxiety too. So if you can't run, that makes it hard. So, you know, checking your posture and making sure all these little things are done, like the core strength. Um, we don't want to be too busy not to warm up. We don't want to be too busy not to get core strength or some of these really important components to our training. So these things shouldn't fall out. Definitely want them in. And you can get them in, especially with the core strength. I always tell people, you don't have to do it in one big um, block of time. Do it throughout the day. If you're waiting for a client to call or whatever, do some push-ups. If you can, maybe you're at work. But you know what? I have actually done... Um, squats in the line at the bank before. I don't care what people think of me, so it doesn't matter. I'm not going to see them again, probably. And if they, I've had people join me at the, you know, at the, in the line. I don't like to waste my time. So uh, most of the things you can do online, sometimes you have to go in. So, um, but just swallow the pride, do whatever, wherever you're at. It, it doesn't have to be in a block. You don't have to necessarily even go to the gym. Another thing that really saves time is uh, getting a few things that you can use at home, even a treadmill or I don't really have a treadmill at home. I use it at the, I don't have a treadmill at home at all, actually, not really. Um, so I go to the, the gym for that, but I don't use the treadmill too much. I'm more of an outdoor runner, um, but I do have free weights at home. And I have elastic bands as well and, um, you know, a BOSU and um, stability ball and some of those things. So I don't have to go anywhere. I can do it right from home, which saves me time. Um, I've actually also, 
One of my favorite workouts in the summer is when I run to the gym about two miles away, swim, and then run home. So I get two for one, right? I, I don't have to drive there. I'm running there. And so I'm getting a lot out of that. I'm getting a workout. Uh, all right. So uh, we talked about utilizing the alarms and they can be utilized for many things. Uh, reminders to eat are definitely good. And, and just a lot of times you're focusing on the process of your day, which is really good, especially if you're a busy person. But making sure that you schedule that day so you have the amount of time that you need to do the workout that you're trying to do, including getting changed, including showering. I know that's some people really just hate that. Um, you know, back in the day, um, matter of fact, I just went to a Titanic exhibit this last weekend. I was visiting my sister in Branson. Her um, daughter got married or my niece. So um, back in the day, years ago, 1912-ish, they said that people didn't take baths every day. They thought it was unhealthy. Um, and of course, they bathed in water that was bathed in by others. And I don't know. It's a whole different thing. But they took sponge baths. So I'm um, not, you know, if you have, it, I guess it depends on your job. But I I have done it when where I can only sponge bath real quick before I went and did something else. But I have a, you know, I do more than one workout a day. And so uh, my skin can get really dry if I'm showering a billion times. So there are different ways that you can st still stay fresh without um, having to take quite as much time. Um, so, um, all right. So we talked about having the bag ready. So when you go to the gym on the way. Um, oh, another thing is pre-planning your workout route. So if you, I, I tend to like certain routes and tend to go those same routes. I really love them. Um, a way that you can get variety is doing it in reverse. It's kind of surprising how different it can be doing a route in reverse. But you can actually pre-plan any of your routes. Uh, this can save you time, especially if you're in a new area. So when if you're a busy professional that travels a lot, I highly suggest that you pre-plan a workout. So when you get there, uh, if you have a gym pass somewhere that has a national chain, um, then that's nice and you can see how far away it is and if you could use utilize that. Um, but that definitely helps. Um, one of the tools I like to use, and there's quite a few out there, is Map My Run or Map My Ride. Um, I know I've suggested those before. But don't, I would not make your profile public and, and then save routes that you've done from your house. Like so everybody can see where you live. You don't want to do that. But pre-planning definitely helps on that. Um... I did talk about uh, having nutrition on hand. Um, one other thing that I like to suggest, and uh, depending on who's listening in, if you're, I do believe cycling is good even for a runner that doesn't do triathlons. I actually have what's called a pain cave. They like to call it a pain cave, where I have a bike set up on a trainer, and then uh, I have my nutrition already set out. My water bottles are full. Um, I usually fill them right before a workout, but they're all there. Uh, as well as having nutrition, I have my chapstick and I have my fan and I have my towel and I have my headbands hanging on the handlebars. Um, uh, I have a little stand that I can keep a book or whatever. I have it all set up so it's ready to go. And if you if you could do that, um, that would be it saves you time because setting everything up does take time. But once you initially spend that time, then it's all ready. So um, I'm sure if you search pain caves online you can see all kinds of people showing you their setup so it's kind of fun to see what other people do and get some ideas there 
Um, another thing that I think is really helpful, especially if you're a beginner, is having products that are cl classic. You know, I'm talking about all this equipment, and you may not don't have the funding to do all of it, but at least get some basics, especially with if you're just starting with running. Is obviously you need the shoes. That's like a for sure. Um, but having that right type of gear for different kinds of weather does matter. So when you're very first starting out, you know, some classic black tights for running and then any kind of a long sleeve or a double up long sleeve usually works uh, well for running outside. Um, having, you know, a beanie and um, glasses help depends on the, you know, how sunny it is or what time of day you go. Um, gloves. Some of these things... I know I worked with one lady and she just had the hardest time getting out and doing things, uh, running and stuff. And it ended up, we, we figured it out. And the reason why is she just didn't have any clothes to wear. I mean, when she went to go do it, she couldn't find what she needed. And she getting her a pair, having her get a pair of black tights for running has changed all of her workout routine because she actually has something to run into run with now. So it might take some initial investment, but if you get something classic like the black tights, they match with everything. Some of us ladies, we want to match. We want to look good. Um, then, you know, invest a little in yourself because that's really what it's all about. Um, all right. So let me make sure I've got everything I've written down here. Um, utilizing small amounts of time. We did talk about that. Um, another thing that you can do, especially if you're at work or, again, with your kids, is stretching. Uh, stretching at the office. Or if you're listening to a podcast, I would suggest working out at the same time. Or um, And I like to do that. Or, obviously, if you're listening to music. Or if you're watching your favorite TV show, then you can stretch during that. So kind of think what can you, and honestly, most people that stretch while they're watching a movie, it's really great. They don't take any extra time, any other time of day to do that. And most runners don't do very good at stretching. So if you've got your little foam roller, set it up by the, you know, TV, wherever you're doing it. Mine's by my bed and I have a TV in my, my uh, bedroom. So sometimes I'll just roll while I'm watching my favorite shows. So, um, I don't watch shows too much when I'm really, really busy. But if even if I'm watching, you know, swim videos or learning, usually I do more podcast stuff, then it's it's like two for one. I'm getting something at the same time. So um, like we already talked about the lunch break thing. Um, yes. And another thing I would suggest just if you have a if you travel a lot for business, I just traveled uh, recently and I was at the airport quite a while. Um, definitely walking around, definitely got my stretching. Um, I listen to podcasts. I listen to music. Um, I always try to bring el elastic bands on trips. Uh, one of the really helpful tools too is a, like either a tennis ball or a small, you can get small balls that are for rolling. Uh, that's super helpful. Great to have, especially how tight you might get on, on a trip. And, um, some of yeah, some you can get a lot of people. I see them walking and getting their steps. Um, I've even done some running, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some looks, but they probably thought I was just late for a flight or something. But I've actually gotten some good workouts at any place you can find stairs. You can you kind of be amazed at what kind of workout that you can get. But 
if you're just looking for those little amounts of time that you can do a little bit of something. Another way that I integrate strength in my day is I have a pull-up bar by my office. So before I enter my office, every time I do some pull-ups. And so that's a way I just integrate that strength right into my day. And it doesn't take any particular, you know, lot, not large amounts of time. If you're super busy, all these little amounts of time add up and it really helps. So hopefully that was helpful for you. And um, yeah, keep being busy, keep getting it done. And until next time, live well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at theblondrunner with an E and Coach Laura Erickson, and that's L-O-R-A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it so you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends. Until next time, live well.